Hey there, on this 11-3-2021 CDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and I believe you're connected to this because you're ready for our Wednesday meditation, which will begin in just a few moments. Let me, let me, let me, let me turn that down. You, you, you with me, mama? I'm here, I'm here. All, all right, all right. We'll wait for the rest to get in. And the song I chose today is for the friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's going to be a good piece that's to play. So I can't get the... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I'm here. That's going to be a good thing to play. Oh, good, good. morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. I got oh. a text message from you. You died in early. Showing sure up is. Showing <laughs> up is. I, I, I heard I that thing go. I, I heard that thing go on 4 o'clock. I said, what time is it? <laughs> Uh, almost scared me out of my mind. Well, I that told Mama Bell, I don't know if you know that the Republicans got a queen, clean sweep last night. No, I didn't. And, I know uh, it was a quiet election. Yeah. They got a clean sweep. <laughs> and so uh, we'll... Uh, We'll uh, give you some time to. I, I, I look at it as uh, as uh, that girl y'all know came in and and I told her and she said, "Well, well, that's about all." She, <laughs> that's about all she said. She turned around and went back out the door, and some of you know what that meant. And uh, I was telling Mama Bell, I said, Lord, I don't know what I do. Bought this shirt, go sleep. You'll be all right. And I just rolled over and went on to sleep. And everything is, as I said, going to be all right. We're talking about some people's feelings a little bit later. I have a few things to discuss with you a little bit later on. But in good news, uh, one of the friends of the first virtual is headed downtown, Miss Jackie Hope Glass. Last I checked, she's going to be the council person for this area. So uh, she's headed. So that's over uh, where Mama Bell lives, over where, where we live, Ward 4. Miss Angela Gray's old seat, who she won. Uh, they were worried about her, but she brutalized her opponent. Her and Jay Jones won by by brutalizing margin. So if anybody will get recounted, definitely not going to be those two. I think they were in the double digits. So, long four years. 
Uh, well, I'm not going to go and say that, but... I will. <laughs> I'm going to give you some time to to talk to your father, because you, after that, some of you going to need to talk to him. And then there's those who are happy this morning, and I'm going to need for you to talk to him, too, because we all going to need the Lord, whether you are happy with what happened last evening or not. We're going to need some time to talk to the Lord this morning. So I give yeah, you a little time. Enough. I heard enough. I want to be silent. Oh, and then, yeah. Mama Bell, you can go and take your your burdens to the piano. Oh, really? You want me, want me to play for a whole half an hour? <laughs> okay, you do. You want me to? You want me to play now? No, we go. We go. We're gonna play a little bit. I just give you some time to get over there. I'll just tell you oh, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here because this is oh. this my this my only friend here. This piano today. <laughs> you gonna be all right. You gonna be. Yeah, all right. I will. I will be all right. No doubt. You gonna be all right. <sighs> so just take a few moments to pray and. Lay your burdens out before the Lord. I've been praying all night, yeah. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's see, man. What do we have here? While they're still praying, as I said, Mama Bell, if you want to take your burdens out on that piano, that'll be all right. Oh, okay. All right. Here I am. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm sure.
what a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. The book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 11. Psalms 42, verse 11, it reads, Why, my soul, are you so dejected? In another translation, it says depressed. Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God. For I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. I want to read from this other translation. It says, why am I so depressed? Why this turmoil within me? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. And our Father, as we take this opportunity on this day where we are definitely divided, some of us have awoken this morning with a smile on our face, and others of us have woken with trouble in our heart. Dear Father, we ask as we sit here and take this moment to hear your case today, that we, your spiritual jurors, will without shadow of a doubt see what it is you are saying to us. And all those in agreement with that prayer respond with a howdy, amen. 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 I hate Republicans. A letter that was written. This morning, I started to go all the way through it and not tell you, but I figured this morning I need to just let you know this was a letter. I hate Republicans. I hate white Republicans. I just hate plain white people. That was a letter written by a young teenager just over yonder and posted by his mother to Facebook. She had found this letter in the wee hours of the morning written by her son after the occurrence last evening. These words was written, as I said, after this young man realized 
as he goes on to explain in the letter who would assume the governorship here in the state of Virginia. He said, I cried myself to sleep, not because I was upset about politics. Rather, I realized for the first time in my young life, there are really people who don't care about me. It's very sad and heartbreaking because we've spent our time, Mama and Grandmama, those who fought in civil rights, fought in Jim Crow America to build a better world that young people like myself and this particular young man would hopefully never have to experience and feel the struggles and the heartbreaks that you felt. To my friends who are non-African American, you fought too to try to make sure that the separation, the line of division, the thickness of that divide would shrink. You fought. I believe when you enter our churches, you've entered into this one via this line. You didn't come here other than the fact that you like the environment and you wish to be a part of these people, and it doesn't really matter what skin color they are. It doesn't really matter what background, nationality, way of life they have chosen. You come here because you feel that in this place you can connect with your creator. And a lot of people, despite their color, nationality, have gathered together in one church because they believe, as we discussed on Sunday, that there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And they have found that that one Lord, one faith, and one baptism transcends race. But still, Despite all of that, there's still a plague that looms over our society, over our culture, one that makes us feel like this young man feels. I was reading last night. I told you I'm somewhat retired from politics. I only stay in because of you to make sure that we are still giving you the proper information and helping you to to know what's going on and to do what you know, because you're busy people, and we want to make sure that we're sifting through the noise to get what needs to get out there to you. But I did a little bit more digging than I have done in a while, mostly because I wanted to understand the climate, what we were dealing with as we head into this new administration. 
I must speak against that young man, and I don't want to speak against him too hard because I understand how he feels. I wanted to speak against him until I continued to read his letter. Some would say this was a young man who comes from the projects and he just has no home training and he's just picking up the evils of his parents. But I would like to let you know this young man is a straight-A student. According to his mother, never got a grade below a 95. Thirteen years. That equates to about eight years of education to this point. Never got a grade below a 95. Clear on his way to becoming an engineer, if possible, an architect. He wants to build communities that will help his people to transcend out of the ghetto into the marketplace. He wants them to live in the big house in the sky. The dream of George Jefferson to move on up. This is not a crazy young man. This is just a young man that is hurting a young man that is in many cases experiencing and feeling the frustrations of what's going on all around him. And he went on to say in that letter, he said, 13 years old, I know how I began this conversation. I began it by saying that I hate white people, but the reality of it is the problem that we're dealing with has no color. It knows no single race. The problem that we're dealing with transcends communities. It moves beyond our geographical backgrounds. 13 years old. He said, I can't just hate white people because even though a white man is governor and a white man is lieutenant governor and about 40-something white people are running our state hall, somebody put a black woman in the middle of all of them just to prove that racism was dead, and they thought we were stupid because they got one. It's a 13-year-old. And for some reason, there are those who wish to deject or reject this young man's mind. They wish to dismiss him, to say that he's ignorant or stupid, straight A's, mind you. 
but he's still ignorant and stupid because of how he feels. He goes on to say in that letter that his mother posted, a letter, mind you, that wasn't even meant to be put into the atmosphere. It was just a letter he wrote to himself to express himself. But his mother thought it so eloquent that she shared it. She said, if a 13-year-old can understand, I think the rest of the world needs to read it. And so she shared it. He said in that letter, he said about 90% of everyone who went out to vote yesterday voted based on what we now know as confirmation bias. What that means is that the Internet has found a way to operate in such a manner. It's almost like it's a superhuman computer. It can read your thoughts. It reads, actually it does read your thoughts based on your browsing history. It'll go through and it'll see what you're watching, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Netflix, whether it's on Hulu or Disney, whatever those, Whatever the platform is, if it's on the Internet, somewhere along the line, that information is being collected, it's being tallied, and what happens after it's being tallied is it makes a profile of who they believe you are. If all you watch is Fox News and whether you go on Twitter, whether you go on Facebook, whether you go on Snapchat, TikTok, talk, it doesn't really matter, you're going to see nothing but Fox News. Whether you believe that, I don't even want to go into belief systems. I got enough to deal with this morning. But the point is, it will confirm your belief by constantly pumping in information. It doesn't really matter that information is true. It's pumping in what you want to see, and they're calling that confirmation bias. And most folks are voting off of confirmation bias. The other reality that most folks are voting off of is their belief, as one man said, God gave us the power, and we have to end these people. I never read that anywhere in the book, and I would like to invite somebody to find it. This young man, he said when he was asked the question, he said, I went to Sunday school, and I was sitting there with the teacher, and the teacher was talking about something that was going on in the system. He went into detail about it, but I don't have time this morning to deal. And he looked at the teacher, and he said, you want me to accept your God? 
And she said, yes, because my God is loving and kind. And she said, how is your God loving and kind? And you just spent 25 minutes cussing out my best friend because he's gay. She said, well, don't you believe in the Bible? He said, yes, I believe in the Bible, but I also believe in the main course of the Bible. He said, well, what is the main course of the Bible? Well, according to you, the main course of the Bible is the laws. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not commit adultery. All of those things are the laws. For I am the Lord thy God, I am a jealous God. All those things are incorporated. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind. All those things are incorporated. But you know what gets glossed over? The second is as great as the first. Love your neighbor. As you love yourself. And how can you go to a ballot box and vote out of hate? How can you go to a ballot box and vote out of bias? How can you make someone or try to force someone to live a life that you want them to live, but you are determined that nobody's going to make you do what you want, what they want you to do, but you're going to make somebody do it. How do, how do we do this? The man got on TV last night. He said, it's about time y'all did what we want y'all to do. That's not how God's love works. said he's a fair God. He gives us free will. But that free will is designed to help us love everybody. So this morning, as I read, I did not tell you the subject of this message. And I will in this point as I bring to my my conclusion. I was reading another piece of business and it was talking about politics over the last five uh, years, half a decade, almost to a decade. They started measuring it at this point in time, but the article uh, suggests that uh, these this trend has been going on far long before. But it said that mental trauma, most of us recognize PTS. It used to be PTSD, but many in that community have decided that calling it a disorder is a bad thing. As a matter of fact, uh, President 43, one of his life goals at the end of his term and even into his after-presidency work is to remove the stigma of PTS, his post-traumatic stress. It is not a disorder. 
And post-traumatic stress is not just limited to people who have fought in wars. They are finding that folks just living their ordinary lives and watching the news and dealing in politics, even on the level that the average person deals, is suffering from post-traumatic stress. It's not for many about the fact that one guy won and another guy lost. It's the evil and the hatred behind it. And not everybody's evil. And not everybody's hateful. But enough feel this way to make a stink. Man say you ain't got to blow up a barn to make a, a nice room stink, all you got to do is quietly let one loose. It'll stink up the whole house. So this morning I looked at it when it said depression. It concluded with this young man who the teacher looked at him and he said uh, he felt post-traumatic stress. He felt depressed, and he went to church, and the preacher looked at him and said, a Christian cannot be depressed. He responded, the greatest Christian of all was depressed. We all have some type of struggle. Every man born a woman days a few and full of struggles. And so I don't know where you find yourself this morning. I don't know how you voted, and to be honest, I really am not concerned. But here's what I do know. Nobody won last night, and everybody lost. Because until we can see our brothers and sisters not as pawns on a political chessboard, until we see our society as human beings who just want to live their lives in peace, who want to fulfill their mission statement, even if that mission statement doesn't agree with you, that is not your or our concern. Everybody deserves the right to live their mission statement, to connect with their creator. Nobody won because until we can realize that it's not our job to tell folks how to live their lives, but to love them and pray for them. As the scripture says, compel them to come. Compel does not operate as a parent. Compel operates as a good sales agent. That's a good mentor over at Freemason Street tell me God's got bad agents running around here. And his advertising agency is even worse. I pray this morning that we all become good agents good salesmen for the king. We would show people 
the true love of God. The love of God, so great and pure. It reaches beyond the highest mountain. It flows through the lowest valley. The love of God. And this morning, as I said, uh, we're going to pray. We're going to let you pray to yourself. I'm not going to ask anybody to do it. Because whether it's me, whether it's Brother Dennis or Grandmother, I'm not saying any of them, but I would like for you to talk to him for yourself. You don't need anybody to speak for you. I believe, if I check the numbers right, as I said earlier, one of our friends is going downtown to pray for them as they prepare to transition. We're going to have a sitting councilwoman sitting around here every Sunday and Wednesday. So y'all act right. I guess that's the good news that's coming out of this. Y'all help to send somebody downtown in Norfolk. Y'all should be happy. But put her in your prayers and put the people in your prayers no matter where they find themselves this morning. You quietly do that as we prepare to leave. Mama Bell sounds like she want to play again. I'm, I'm, I, I could. I would just. If you want to, you can do it and we go home. Okay, I'll just play this, this last chorus of...